Welcome back, everybody, to the Car Guys podcast. And I know the last episode wasn't the best with the uh, pauses, but we were trying to build a car on the spot, so I hope you guys understand. Today, we are going to be talking about racing. We all love it, assuming you're listening to this and uh, Car Guy, as, as the uh, podcast name implies. So, how can we get into racing? Because it's expensive, man. Um, well, it. It's, there's, there's no universal answer, you know, cause like one person might think, well, Miata spec, which great racing series. I'm not dissing Miata, uh, Miata spec or spec Miata, sorry. But even that can be expensive. Cause I mean like there, there's people that spend, you know, $20,000 just on the car and they still don't have their racing license or the money for track days. Which, I mean, is kind of the whole point of building your race car so you can race it, right? So now, this kind of depends on your age. If you're younger like me, I'm 18. Um, I highly suggest go-karts, man. Um, Personally, I need a set of gloves to drive because they all have plastic steering wheels and they kind of hurt my hand. And my palms get sweaty. I'm not afraid to admit that. So it's kind of hard to grip the wheel, right? So a good set of gloves, I mean, that's, what, like 20 bucks? And then my local go-kart track, and this varies depending on where you're at, but my local go-kart track charges about $20 per race. Now, this is an indoor track. It's electric go-karts, but it's nearby, so I don't worry about it, right? And each race is about seven minutes. It's a more of a time trial than a proper, like, positioning race. It's whoever gets the fastest time. Now, the first time I went, I was nervous, as anyone would be. And just for you guys who might be considering it, the thing I'm going to tell you that helped me a lot is do at least two races your first time there. And what you're going to want to do is your first couple laps. So say you do, I don't know, nine laps, right? Kind of an odd number, but it helps divide everything evenly. So you're doing nine laps. Okay. So what you do is you take those first three laps, get a feel for the cart. Don't worry about going fast, okay? That, that's not important. What we need to worry about is getting a feel for the cart so we know what it can and can't do. So take it slower, man. I mean, you're not going to be breaking any records. That's something we all have to face. That's something I had to face. Um, and I'll admit, I was kind of disappointed with my first time, but... As I came to realize that, you know, it's actually fairly average on that course, I was proud of myself because I averaged out on my very first race. So now what you're going to want to do is, like I said, those first three laps, you want to take it slow. Not like five miles an hour slow. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't try to push the cart as hard as you can unless you've been go-karting before. Because what happens is you'll get scared. It might turn you off a cart. So what you need to do, take those first couple laps slow, um, figure out your braking points, and figure out you know just how much force you can put into the turning. And the next set of laps, this is going to sound crazy, right? But I want you to push that cart as absolutely hard as you can. Either find your limit or find the cart's limit. For me, it was a mixture. Um, I can only pull the wheel so hard. I, I'm not a super fit guy. I, I, I can't bench 225, and I'm, again, I'm not afraid to admit that, right? 
So you need to be honest with yourself. I mean, are you going to be able, or rather, how much are you going to be able to, you know, steer with it? Because keep in mind, go-karts don't have power steering. And it also depends, I mean, are you doing gas or electric? For me, it's electric, right? So I don't have to worry as much about oversteer because it's really easy to control. Whereas with gas, if you're oversteering a lot, you're going to have to be a little bit lighter on the throttle. And so after those three laps, you're going to be messing up a lot. You'll spin out a couple times. It's fine. I promise. Okay. Everyone starts somewhere. And what I want you to do next is take those last three laps. These last three laps are going to be your golden hour for your first race. You know how the cart feels. You know where you can and can't push the cart. So take those last three laps and just go for it. If you mess up, oh well, you can do it again, right? And keep in mind that most, so like mine is just an indoor activity center. So it's not super competitive. I just go with some buddies. We all race, see what times we can get. So the average for my track was 24 I'm sorry, 25 seconds, just because it's a short track. I think on my first race, I got 24.316 seconds. By no means was that bad, especially for being my first race. And nobody's going to have the best time ever, you guys. You're beginners. That's something, like I said, we have to face it. So take those last three laps. Just enjoy it. You know, get even more in tune with the cart. You know, if you mess up, oh well. You have a second race, right? Or a third race. However many races you sign up for. And I, I typically do two races regardless, so about $40 where I'm at. Um, and, I mean, yeah, just see what your times are, okay? And when you look at those times, what I want you to do is even if it's a low time, even if it's below average, I want you to look at that time, okay? I want you to say, you know, whatever your name is, I want you to talk to yourself. I want you to go, you know what? That was good for my first race. For being a beginner, that was good. Because we need to accept that we are beginners. And so then take your second race. You know, it, it, it can be almost more nerve-wracking than the second one because now you have a time that you can beat, Right? And it's like exciting, but you're nerve, you're nervous, and it's just a whole mix of emotions. And just calm down. Think about your inputs. Make smooth inputs while still being quick. I know that kind of sounds weird because when you're moving fast, you can kind of be jerky. But as long as you're being smooth and quick, you'll control the cart fine. So take that next race. This is where you're going to be a little bit more serious. Um, my second race, I was actually slower. I was slower by about a second and a half on my second race because I got too cocky. And this is why I recommend that you take that second race. You can figure out, okay, you know, I have a feel for the cart, but I can't get too cocky, okay? So then, I mean, just take that race. See where you place. If you beat your time, wonderful. If you don't, how close are you to it? Are you slower? Are you faster? Are you, you know, basically the same time? And I want you to take that and keep that in your mind. Obviously, don't obsess over it, but just think about areas you can improve. Are you sliding into the corners? Okay, try braking a little bit sooner. Are you understeering? 
try going in, try going through the turn a little bit, or, or yeah, a little bit faster, or try sitting back further, or you know, whatever. Or, I'm sorry, forward if you're understeering, um, and if you're oversteering, try sitting a little bit further back. And keep in mind that a lot of this too can be like how you perform can be based on how you sit, okay? So what I want you to do is when you sit in the car, I'm not a professional. I'm not going to pretend to be, okay? This is just something I do for fun. But what I want you to do is I want you to sit in the cart. Your legs should not be straight. You want them bent a little bit so you have movement, okay? And your steering wheel, you don't want your arms locked out so that they're straight because then you're not going to be able to turn that well. So I want you to be almost a little closer to the wheel unless you start understeering or oversteering. Then you move it back a little bit until you find a point that you can steer and still not massively oversteer or massively understeer. If you're still having problems after you find a seating position that fits you, then just adjust your driving style. You'll only be fast when you start getting your style down. So the way I do it, I get, even now, like, I'll admit I haven't done that many races. I think I just did my fourth race tonight. I want you to take the first couple laps. Keep in mind, you can be more aggressive after those first two races. So that first lap or two, right? Be aggressive. You know, learn those points again. Learn where you can break. And then if someone passes you, probably means they're faster than you. I hate to break it, but you're not the fastest thing in Chicago. I don't know why I said Chicago. I'm not from Chicago. But, you know, keep in mind that, okay, they're faster than you, but now they're in front of you. Take advantage of that, man. Uh, you know, watch what they're doing. You know, my friend's dad. He's been racing <clears throat> go-karts for a good couple years now. And we actually go with him because his dad just loves go-karting. And just today, he passed me. I'm like, okay, he's faster. I'll let him have the lead. And that's the other thing, too. Don't be scared to let other people take the lead. Okay, you can't... While you can drive defensively, and that's what I did for a long period of time, when it, it, it comes to a point where if they get the line right and you get the line wrong... Don't punt them into a wall. Give them the line that they deserve. So if they're coming faster than you out of a corner, just move to the side. Take the outside. So what? You got passed. In cases like mine, where it doesn't necessarily matter how, um, what place you finish as so much as how quick you finish, it's better to not stop people up. If you do that, you're risking the chance of a wreck. And that's just going to crash everyone's times because it'll have to slow down the carts. So, I mean, be aggressive, but still be sportsmanlike, right? Because if someone's right behind you, then chances are they're going to be taking maneuvers to try to pass you. And that's fine. You know, it, everyone gets passed. The best of the best of the best get passed. All right? So just keep that in mind. I mean, none of us are going to be the best thing out there the second we start. So yeah, um, just keep that in mind. Uh, another thing you can do before you go, or after your first couple races, if you want to do it uh, after, it's up to you. Um, look up about racing lines. You know, there, it's really interesting that it's it's a really cool math involved with it. And I know it's weird to say cool math because nobody really likes math, right? But th there is a math to it. Because you need to figure out the spots where to break 
where to stop braking, especially with go-karts, because that's when you start to oversteer, because there's only the brake on the back, at least on most beginner carts. Um, so just figure out your racing line. And it's going to be different for everyone, right? I, I have a friend that takes the wonkiest racing line there is. You know, he, he's all over the place the entire track. But he's used to it, so he's fast with it. Now, I personally disagree with his line, and I prefer to go, you know, the more ideal or geometric line. And I'll stick to the outside and just touch the apex on the turns. And that works for me. I mean, today, I knocked off about half a second. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but also, I mean, you guys have to keep in mind how big a track is. Averages for my track are 23, 24 seconds. So knocking half a second off a 24 second track, that's not that bad. And I can't guarantee that you guys will get the same results. I've been into racing ever since I was little, and I've studied racing lines and stuff like that ever since I knew how to read. Because, I mean, racing it just is that big to me. But yeah, just do that kind of stuff. I mean... You know, maybe talk to the people there. You know, see if you can talk to one of the mechanics at the go-kart track you go to. You know, see, like, how they have the brake pressure set. Now, you chances are they won't allow you to modify it, right? Because then it's an unfair advantage to other people. But, like, I mean, if you can figure out more about the carts you're driving, the better you'll end up being. And that can be either by talking to the mechanics or just by driving them. Now, obviously, you'll find out a little bit more about the mechanical side if you talk to the mechanics, but the feeling of driving it is just as important as knowing what's in the car, or in this case, the cart. So uh, this is kind of a shorter episode. I'm sorry about that, but I just wanted to get this out there because I think it's cool for people to get into racing. Uh, this episode is 100% for beginners, and we, we'll go a little bit more in depth in the next episode. But uh, until then, I hope I'll see you guys later. I don't know why I said I hope. I'll see you guys later. Um, yeah, just keep on racing, buddies.